pitch to the Center Circle Studio. Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. 18-yard box is wall-free. This is My Three Subs Podcast, a soccer odyssey with your manager, Tim Van Horn. As stated before on this podcast, history made for Memphis 901 FC. Ben Pierman has led the club to a historic third place in the playoffs. And manager Tim Van Horn sits down with the all-time winningest coach in the club's history to talk playoffs, last match of the season, and more. Plus, we'll break down what the match against Tulsa meant and what the playoff picture could look like in the Central Division. For Tim Van Horn, I am Brody Scott. This is My Three Subs. Let's go. We'll be back with today's kickoff from the Center Circle Studios. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. I love talking soccer, but I also love talking about real estate, too. And, and people ask me about both a lot. And one of the big questions I get in real estate is, how's the housing market? The housing market looks great. And really, it all comes down to when is the time right for you? If you're ready to make your move, give me a call. Tim Van Horn at Cry Like Realtors. 901-756-8900 is my office number. Brody, can I give him my cell number? Oh, I can? Okay. 901-262-5000. That's my cell phone. You can also go to my website, timvanhorn.com. I can help you with your move around the block, around the city, around the state, and even around the world, too. I have a network of relocation certified agents just ready to help you. They are dying for your business, and I can put you in touch with those. All it takes is pick up the phone, give me a call. 901-756-8900. That's my office number. You can call me at my cell, 901-262-5000. Or just go online. Check me out at timvanhorn.com. That's timvanhorn.com with Cry Like Realtors. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. We're underway from the Center Circle Studios. You could call it 901FC's baptism into the playoffs as Memphis 901FC played host to Tulsa FC on a very soggy Wednesday night in Memphis. Uh, Tulsa FC, by the way, the one club that could dictate where Memphis ended up in the playoff picture. Uh, It was the home side, however, that proved very dominant as Ben Pierman and crew proved that the best is yet to come for this club. Tim Van Horn sat down with Ben Pierman and discussed the match with Tulsa. What's in store for this third position playoff bound Memphis 901 FC and more? Tim? First of all, congratulations. Big team win last night. Third place. Another milestone. Still plenty of work left to do in your own words, of course. Yeah, no, we're 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 excited for the group, especially that that group of men in the locker room. They're they're a fantastic group. We're excited to achieve the first goal, which was make the playoffs. And then obviously from there that the the best we could do is third. So we've achieved the second goal. Now we reset this morning and we're 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 greedy. We want to get to 50 points. No, I was just say that would be the next high achievement. That's 50 points is, is really tough to get to. And if we can get there, that'd be fantastic. And then obviously playing at home, we want to go out in the regular season on a high note in front of our own supporters. Sure. 50 points is a goal, but I know you probably have some guys that may be looking to heal, maybe on the cusp of suspension for you as a coach. Uh, what does that mean in the selection process come Saturday? Yeah, we will be without Dom Oduro because he's um, suspended. Um, you know, and then from there, we'll go through the injury report. We want to obviously make sure that we're thriving come playoff time, but we also want to make sure we're putting our best foot forward and we just have a small squad as is. So it's not, I think at any point right now, anybody we pick is full go ready to play their starters. They're ready to go. Um, and we just push on from there and, and try to go for three points on Saturday. Preparing for Indy at the division game. You want 50 points. You want to win the match. Uh, 
is this a, is this kind of a slow ramp up to Saturday? I know you're not taking it for granted because you've already got third place bagged, but also you got to get these guys where they can go for a bit because you talked about the short roster. What was practice looking like over the next couple of days for these guys? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's regeneration, recovery, and then preparation. Anytime you play midweek, it doesn't really change. It's it's you know you gotta you gotta get yourself ready to go mentally and physically, and then obviously um, you know a half day or so to prep tactically. We know Indy they've kind of had some changes in their system and in some structure, um, you know, but we also know that they will be full go ready, ready to go. It's the last weekend of the season. Everybody's going to put their best foot forward. We were there last season. Um, you know, nobody wants to, nobody wants to deal with guys that are playing with courage and fearlessness. So it'll be a tough match, but the number one priority is Saturday against Indy. And then everything's in preparation for the following weekend. Um, you know, whether it's Charlotte or Pittsburgh on the road. I want to ask you about a couple of players specifically. I want to ask you about Alan Wynn last month. It seems like he has just been clicking. He has fit right into the group. Can you speak to what Alan Wynn has meant for you the last four, five, six, however many games you want to speak on? Yeah, I think, you know, you look at the the transactions back in, I think it was right at the start of August when we acquired Alan and, and Cody. Um, you know, it, it, it always takes a little while to assimilate guys, but, you know, his big thing was he took 10 months off from his previous match. So, you know, he had to catch up both physiologically and then from the speed of the play. So, you know, the last two matches we've played him out of position, right back and left back. I, he's done an incredible job there. He's shown great toughness, good tactical acumen. Um, you know, and like you said, it's he's fit in with the group um, in the locker room, on the field, off the field. So, you know, again, he's another big piece for us pushing and in, in, in achieving as many team goals as possible. Well, talk about Cody Cropper. Where do you keep funding all these awesome goalies? Yeah, I mean, you know, when our sporting director knows a thing or two about goalkeeping, it, it makes it a lot easier on me. Um, you know, look, it's the same thing, you know, John Berner, Kyle Morton, Brady Scott, Cody Cropper, um, you know, Jake Gelnovich, he hasn't seen the time yet, but he's been fantastic. And even when Sagbers had to go in there, you know, that group of goalkeeping, um, really, I've not had to worry about this whole season. They, they're honest, they're hardworking, they're all courageous. So, you know, we're excited for that group and, and Cody's been a key cog for us. Um, you know, the last few weeks, obviously for us having, having big games. So that's something, you know, we've conceded a lot of goals lately, but that's our game model has been more attacking at home majority of the way. And then the two road matches against Louisville and San Antonio are tough, tough teams that we, um, you know, you kind of had to push on and, and, and chase the game a little bit. So, um, you know, that's an area we want to improve is not conceding goals moving forward, but we, we, we we're starting to click in some other phases as well. I noticed you did not hit the panic button after the early Tulsa goal. The team didn't seem to change its identity whatsoever. No, I think that was honestly probably our best half of football in our three years here. You know, we we conceded a goal and we didn't miss a beat. We were calm. We kept pushing. There was, there was no, uh, like you said, there was no panic, but there was also, we didn't, we didn't get out of our element. We just continued to play hard, played fair. Um, you know, and I thought deservingly we're up and even maybe could have had another goal or a penalty or, uh, you know, some more attacks, but we played really well throughout start to finish. And like you said, mentally, we just kept going on with it. And that's going to be something big for us this weekend and moving forward to the playoffs. If we go down a goal, we got to keep pushing on. What's one thing we probably need to know about the end about Indy 11 coming into town. Yeah, I think the, the the biggest thing is it's their last match of the season. They're either playing for contracts um, within Indy 
or within the league or somewhere else. Um, you know, they're playing with without fear. They're playing with courage. They're they're playing with nothing to lose, which and we all know that that's easily one of the more talented clubs in this league. Um, you know, it'll be a really tough game. I think they've they've kind of pivoted and they're starting to play a little bit more of a four three three. They've got three or four new players in there between the lines being aggressive, um, you know, so we'll, it'll be a back and forth game. We got to be prepared to to have a complete performance. We have to make sure that the game means more to us than it does to them, um, you know, and, and, and continue to push on emotionally and spiritually and make sure that we're, we're dialed in, ready to do whatever it takes for three points. I'll be honest. I don't know what the yellow card count is heading into the match. I haven't looked at it today. Is there anybody that's on the cusp that we got to be mindful of Saturday night for us? Um, well, the yellow card suspensions don't carry over. Okay. So Dre Fortune's the only one that's on um, accumulation warning. But even if he were to pick one up, it wouldn't matter. Um, it doesn't carry his suspension okay. wouldn't carry over. Now we can't get a red card or two yellows. Um, but, you know, right now it's, you know, Don Maduro suspended. Sagbers was before, you know, we do have some guys banged up here and there. So we'll see what's available come tomorrow and Saturday. Um, but look, we've got a smaller squad. They're all ready and eager to go. Dad's coming into town. I heard. Yeah, he'll be there. I'll, you might have to. You might have to get him on the show. Well, he he he, he texted me late last there night. He says, "Hey, I want on." So we, we, I may give you a call later to see if maybe I can borrow him, kidnap him for a couple yeah. hours tomorrow with Brody, and, and do something like that. But uh, he seems awfully proud. What does it What does it mean for you personally uh, to hit this benchmark? Yes, I know you got the playoffs, but you've got this team first season, and it is a team effort. I get that, but there's been a culture change. It's noticeable. People are talking about this. What does it mean to you? You know, from a year ago, you were beating Birmingham and. Really, you wanted this job so badly. You've got it now. You, I would think there's got to be some sense of pride personally seeing what the team has done, guaranteeing itself a winning record heading into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think, the, like you've mentioned, it's it's always about the team. It's always about the players. It's always about the community. But, um, you know, myself and Raul Gonzalez and Lustin Paul, we've been here since, since day one. Um, you know, and we're proud of this club. We're proud of this community. We know what it means to, to all of us involved. And, and then the other players that are involved, Segbers and Zach Carroll have been here since year two. Um, it, it, it means more and it, and it's exciting because we've, we've gone through a lot of adversity and, um, late start and all the things that could be a barrier. And we've just put, put that stuff out of our way to make our best foot forward. And, uh, you know, proud of the group, proud of everybody involved. I'm, you know, again, for these guys, I'm just, I'm thrilled for them. Last question uh, regarding Saturday night. Of course, it is the night before Halloween. Will there be any homage to Harry Potter by you on the sidelines? No, no. It's just all about three points, all about beating Indy. That's that's putting our best foot forward. That's uh, all that's in. You've been waving that magic wand all season anyway. We know about that, Ben. Thanks so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. And Tim, after the break, we'll take a look at that final homestand against Indy 11. All the details that you need to know, plus what the playoff picture could look like for Memphis 901 FC. This is My Three Subs. More next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. Hey, it's Tim. Just reminding you, this podcast is now powered by Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Brody and I want all of our time going into making the podcast as entertaining and as interesting as possible for you. So that's why we ditched our old services, made the switch over to Podcave. This is the complete podcast management, combining all the tools we need to make the best shows we can, to make them available on all the platforms you use, and to always stay connected with you. Podcave provides unlimited audio storage, so all our episodes 
episodes, new and the old ones, are always available whenever you want them. And our website, it's included and built into Podcave, so you always have a place to find us. It's that easy. Music and soundscapes we use on the show are professionally made and fully licensed by Podcave. We get email and text management tools to stay in touch with you, guest booking tools, episode planning tools. Podcave even includes customizable news feeds so that we can stay on top of the latest headlines with Podcave. It's all in one place, and it's all inclusive for just $49 a month. That's right, $49 a month. Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Save time and money with your first or next podcast. Don't be afraid. Give it a try. Use Podcave. That's podcave.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-V-E, podcave.com. The heart of Memphis has always been full of song. Every walk of life represented in the way Memphians know best. From the established to the current to the rising stars, hear their story and their music on the Memphis Reverb podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Just search Memphis Reverb. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. We have added time to the podcast. Welcome back to My Three Subs. I am Brody Scott, and we're going to take a look at the final home match of the regular season for Memphis 901 FC as they wrap up their historic regular season on Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Central Time at AutoZone Park. Uh, not just a the last home match of the regular season for the club, but more of a send-off, if you will, because the club is either headed to Charlotte, North Carolina, or Pittsburgh playing two clubs that are really good. We'll just put it like that. Charlotte uh, is on an up and up trajectory, uh, winning all of their matches here in the final stretch, heading to Austin, who has struggled in their final stretch. Um, so it should be interesting what happens there in Texas uh, against Charlotte. Pittsburgh, however, uh, kind of holds their own fate in their hands. Uh, Pittsburgh is coming off probably the oddest of matches uh, with Miami FC Wednesday night, where the league officials basically gave a mulligan to the second half of their match because of a, a missed restart call that led to a Miami FC own goal. The long story short here is that the goal was disallowed. Uh, Pittsburgh wound up on top of the quote unquote restart, if you will. So they are headed to Hartford Athletic with a win in their pocket. And it basically boils down to this 901 FC heads to the Steel City if Pittsburgh outright gets their three points. They would essentially leapfrog Charlotte. That is if Charlotte draws or loses. Now, if Pittsburgh draws or loses their match, Memphis 901 FC heads to Charlotte. (laughs) If Charlotte wins and Pittsburgh draws or loses, then 901 FC is headed to Charlotte, North Carolina. At this point, as they say, all will be decided on the pitch come Saturday, which is 901 FC's play date with Indy 11, 6 p.m. at AutoZone Park. Tyler Springs and our very own Tim Van Horn on the call on TV locally, CW30 and nationally ESPN+. Of course, I'll be there and we'll, we'll be doing some Halloween fun. So hopefully it's a scary, fun match. <laughs> we'll say that with a, with a Memphis 901 FC win. And hopefully we see some of our academy players and players we haven't seen yet uh, on the pitch. That should be fun. Anyway, for Tim Van Horn, I am Brody Scott. And this is My Three Subs. There's the whistle. Thank you for listening. Check out more My Three Subs podcast, A Soccer Odyssey.
This is a Brody Scott production. Daddy, daddy. <laughs>